Oxidox 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 Hello, I'm your host John Frankie Kendi. I love riding the bus to go to Games Workshop to buy some sweet Eldar. I'm so glad you joined me today. Welcome to Oxidox, a podcast dedicated to Warhammer 40k and 19th century US politics. Here we'll be loving the Eldry, dunking on orcs, sharing some of our favourite parts of politics in the good old US of A from the 1800s. Sue Red, Fernand Cantlebun. Now on with the show. 19th century US politics. Race up steps when others take it slow. When Joe Biden's president, America is just going to have to... My running mate Angela Walker can hear you. We are the only campaign that has taken on the political... Cutting hair without a license is no longer a crime. You're finally free. We are one united movement, one united people, and one United States of America. just heard some of the 2020 presidential candidates campaign ads and due to the pandemic there was more media bites than pressing the flesh than usual. Thank Al Gore for the series of tubes to break up the internet and allow political viewpoints and vicious divisions to spread faster than any highly infectious respiratory disease. But what did they do back in the 1800s? How did they get their campaign messages out when there was no internet? There wasn't even TV. They used songs. Picture the presidential election of 1864. Abraham Lincoln versus George B. McLennan. Now, if the campaign had been decided based on a top-of-the-pop style rundown of who sold the most different positive songs, then McLennan should have won hands down. He had four more laudatory anthems out there for him. An example of a pro-McLennan song is this. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to discover the tune, so we've recreated it to the tune of Humpty Dumpty. going it with a strong hand but still he's our ruler and by him we'll stand let's hope in the end he may prove he has sense for he'll be forgotten a hundred years hence this little mcclellan of our army boast he's never complained when removed from his post the brave deeds done bring their own recompense and they do that and you get to the vague idea there now, not to throw any shade at McClellan, but tell me, which of the two candidates had you heard of prior to this podcast? Now, Civil War-era political music helps us garner an idea of the concerns and the feelings of the people at the time. It wasn't an era where they could broadcast it for all and sundry on Facebook, TikTok and Grindr. Now, songs were a big part of their society. Music is still a part of our society, with the invention of the Walkman more than ever. It's sad that political songs aren't big currency in modern politics. Come 2024, hopefully they'll be back in vogue. But we need to be the change we want to see. Think of your local politicians. Do you like them? Do you hate them? Either way, write a song about them. Pick a well-known tune. Fat-bottomed girls by Queen is a good place to start. And then nail some words onto it. Then sing them from the rooftops. We can bring them back. I have faith in you. Now we've covered pro-McClellan music, so in an attempt to be bipartisan, Please enjoy our version of the pro-Lincoln song from 1864, Vote for Abraham. 
We all vote for Abraham for president, for president, he is a tried and honest man, then vote for Abraham, and Andy too of Tennessee, of Tennessee, of Tennessee, brave Andy too is just the man to go with Abraham, 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 Abraham. Both tried and true, my boys, then vote for Abraham. Jokes about orcs. Who's there? Tank. Tank. Who? Who's there? Luke. Luke who? Luke through the keyhole and find out. You shot me in the eye. We are orcs. Who's there? Orcs, we already told you. Wah! Orcs, we already told you. Wah! Who? You thicker than mint squat. Why you ask? We already tell you. We are orcs. You stupid orcs have broken this joke format. Ignore it. It's really bad. I don't like it. Very dog. No more. Adverts. A grudge match months in the making. Two titans step into the ring for the very first time. Michael Okimike Salonga and John Frankie, they are not Space Elves Kennedy defend the honor of their 40k factions. Two masked men enter, two men leave, two masks enter, one mask leaves, the other mask burn before the loser's eyes. The careful fall in Dufall, Ruin Bank Sports Complex, 15 June 2022. Be there. Hey, you jumper bombers. Buy Kenny Coin at KennyCoin.club. Yeah. Interview with Professor of Warhammerology, Dr. Hengelmeister von Burbeck. Hi, it's John Frankie Kennedy here, uh, here with Dr. Hengelmeister von Burbeck, uh, the well known Warhammerologist. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you with us today, Professor. 
Uh, hello, thank you, Jeff. Uh, that's that's John. But um, mm. moving on, moving on. Um, yes, yeah, so you are the foremost expert in Warhammer in um, all of Britain, I understand. That's correct, Jack. I'm, uh, you know, I'm known throughout the uh, multitudes of fandoms, the, uh, the Goblin guys, they know me, the Chieftain fans, they know me, the mm. Imperial buggers, I'm their favourite. I talk at their conventions. Right, right. And I said you've been doing that since um, 1984, so quite well established in the fandom. 1984, yes. Uh, 1984 was when it all began for me. I started researching. I got interested in um, Smash uh, Mallet. Uh, or Warhammer. Started. Mm, mm, it's got many names. Uh, and then got really interested in uh, 30,000. That's 40. That's, um, well, there's different versions, isn't there? Um, I've also been a. Uh, uh, a plasma champion. I was 92, I was plasma champion. Also collected some of the originals from um, the little one. You know the little one? The the, the little one. The, uh, do you mean Necromunda? No. No? Uh, just Age of Sigma? No. Uh, Lord of the Rings? Ugh, no. Uh, Hero's Quest. No. Space Hulk. No. Blood Bowl. No. I mean the yes, little sir. one. Um, but the reason we've got you on today, and it's a great, great honour. I mean, we did have a little chat back in your um, uh, villa uh, in the Alps for a while, uh, a few months ago. But it's wonderful having you back on today. Uh, here to talk about the new squats, I understand, so that they've been revealed, and there's been quite a lot of hoo ha in the fandom so um oh yes the right amount of hoo-ha just as much hoo-ha as we like to see in this sort of situation the good thing about um these squish is uh, whatever uh is they're an interesting new set of things uh and i'm sure you'll agree uh they're based off the classic types you've got mm -hmm. your types mm -hmm. of units with these uh sprats squats um squad yeah uh, that you've got your types of units, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we've got yeah. docs, yeah. The medics, like medics. Your, your medics, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got docs. You got your grumpies, yeah. Uh, your grumpies are your fighters, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got your happies. They yeah. uh, they sort of encourage the others. They boost morale, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got your sneezies, yeah. Uh, that's like uh, sort of. Biological disease warfare. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, you've got dopies. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. uh, they sort of trick trick people. Mm -hmm. Is what they do. Um, you got your. Uh, you've got your. We've got your bashfuls. bashfuls. The the assassins. Yeah, really, yeah. yeah, that's correct. Well done. Yeah. Uh, and then last of all, you've got your Tyrians. They're um, like negotiators, right. right? Okay, yeah. So, so and not 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 Tyranids. They're Tyrians. Is that what you're saying? Tyrians. Yeah. Oh right. my gosh. But if you want to talk about Tyranids, well, yeah, I'd I'd love oh. to. I mean, you can't negotiate with a Tyranid, can you? They're just like eat your face off. You cannot because those are actual aliens. They are actual aliens, actual Xenos. Yeah. 
those two. Yes, you'd see. You must have been there. You must have been to Nottingham. Oh I am, yes, yes. I, I am banned from Nottingham HQ because <laughs> I don't. I don't mind telling you. I've been there and I went through all access. Yeah, oh, yeah. and I went into the back. Oh yeah, the factory. Have you so been you in the back the, of the factory? No, I'd love to. I mean, so you saw the new stuff they've been developing. They have actual life-size Tyranids there. Life-size models? Tri- no, actual no. aliens. But, sorry? They're living things. I've seen them. They keep them in cages. What? And we'll have the second half of that interview later in the show. Learn your alphabet with Warhammer 40,000. Dyer's Lan is dangerous. Dyer's Lan is diplomatic. Dyer's Lan is a dynastic member of the Lang Road Trader dynasty. Dyer's Lan was designated Crusade Liaison for the Achilles Crusade. Dyer's Lan drives the Horizon's Pride, a light cruiser. Dyer's Lan disguises dozens of heretical documents down in the depths of his cruiser. Dyer's Lan desires discernment of dangerous dogma and doctrine. Dyer's Lan is deliciously duplicitous. Hidden Costs Hello everybody, Imperium Matthew here, back with another exciting deep dive into the interplay between Warhammer, my other hobbies, and my rapidly worsening financial state. Today's episode, number 10, The Power Behind the Power. As many of you are no doubt aware, I'm employed by a reasonably powerful organisation who I think it would be fair to describe as running the country. Following the success of the podcast, my boss has agreed to lend me his army so that we could take a look at it and perhaps learn a little something together. I've got the box here. I've not opened it yet, so I'll talk you through it as I do. He sealed it up fairly well, but uh, I'm confident we can get through it here. Hmm. Odd. This is odd. I'm not sure I recognise these figures. They look a lot like, like orcs, but their fingers are far too long. And the equipment looks more Eldari in nature. Sort of clean orc army. I... Sorry, listeners, I'm not sure where that ringing is coming from. Something feels wrong. Matthew? I... what? Lay out the army, Matthew. Who is that? What's happening? Very good. It's definitely here. Open your window. I suppose you're right. That's fine. You like wolves, don't you? I... What? Oh, oh God. Do not harm the vessel too much. You need it. 
most people assume that water was expensive and developers are cheap, but the reality is far closer to an esoteric middle ground. For example, I purchased my first narrow boat, the Persian Gallant, for £30,000 in 1994. In today's money, that's approximately £30,000. Fair investment to be sure, but far less than the cost of a house, or so it was at the time. By comparison, my old metal Thunderhawk gunship sent me back an altogether different sum of £30,000. No, admittedly, this was in 2019, before the pandemic. There are, however, overhead costs to consider. My current narrowboat, the distended mallet, is to be licensed. To keep a narrowboat on the inland waterways, you must pay an annual fee for canal and river trust license. The license entitles you to cruise 2,000 miles of waterline waterways owned and run by the CRT. This concludes the transmission until further episodes. Interview with Professor of Warhammerology, Dr. Hengelmeister von Burbeck. I've seen them, they keep them in cages, they shrink them down and cast them. That's how they make the models. So, so, so you they, must know. They shrink down real tyranids to make the models. They shrink down the real tyranids. This is a big thing. This is exclusive. I'm glad your listeners are going to hear about how they uniquely make tyranid models. Okay, they're actual, I'm talking xenomorph. Yes? Yes, yeah. From, from the planets. Yeah. They get them, they cage them, they feed them. Right. Then they shrink them. They've got machines. Right. In the yeah. back there in Nottingham. Okay. It's, it's a big cover-up. They're like, oh. have, have you seen the movie E.T.? Yes, yes, love E.T. Beautiful, beautiful. They're nothing film. like E.T. They're really okay. evil, horrible things. They're, okay. you know, violent, aggressive. They eat so much, but then they shrink down. Okay. And, then, and then they ship them out when they're so- shrunk. You can only imagine if they ever you know, regrow. Maybe there's some sort of regrowing thing that can happen. We don't know what these creatures do in five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years that's you know what happens that's quite a terrifying thought really so how what what's your advice that uh, any tyranid collectors out there should be i mean obviously i'm an i'm an eldari person myself and i don't have to worry about those growing bigger and killing me do i i shouldn't have thought so no phew, um, okay good um oh I, but what what's that any of the orc people out there i know you know orcs are filthy 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 but are they real are they gonna Start rampaging. Um, to the best of my knowledge, the orcs, not so much. Okay. Um, they're not actual. That would be ridiculous if the orcs were actual orcs that were shrunk down. That's that's a relief. That is a relief. It's, yeah. It's you know that sounds like stuff of pure fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Of of, of course. What was what was, I, what was I thinking? So, so sorry, yeah. Professor. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. That's um, all right. Yeah. But um. But back to the the tyrannies. Then they're the proper threat. How how should we combat them? I mean. We all know that how we do it on on the battlefield. You know, mm. we get a get some long range missiles going for them. But in real life, hmm. yeah. Well, until in real life we can make Eldari weapons. Um, <laughs> oh uh, yes, 
yeah. which is at the moment just a pipe dream. Oh, um, oh. I dream it every night. Every I night. just when when I'm when I'm in a tournament and mm. I see someone's got a tyrannid team, just to yeah. be safe, I just smash them. Oh, okay, yes, yeah, you know, yeah. And so you are I just smash from, up the tyrannids. You are banned from all the competitive play. In... I'm banned from most of the competitive play. Yeah. yeah, if if there's been a tyrannid team there when I'm there, then yeah. I'm I'm almost definitely banned. Yeah, and and this these are not my words. But other people, some people say you do that because um, you've never won against a tyrannid army. Um, so is and it's sour grapes. How would you answer back to that? That's that's a vicious rumor, an unsubstantiated vicious rumor. I have seen inside the factory in Nottingham. I'm banned from there. Because of what I know, they don't want this to get out. Right. Okay. okay. This is exclusive stuff. They they keep trying to silence me. I will not be silenced. I will smash every tyrannid I see. I will destroy their armies, both on the battlefield and off the battlefield. It is my duty to smash the tyrannids, to stop them from becoming sentient, to, to stop the destruction of the earth. Okay. I will do this. Okay. okay don't okay. you think that I won't? Don't you? Don't you? You shut up. I got a note through today saying that I'd missed a parcel. Okay. But now I'm suspicious. Had you ordered a parcel? Probably. Right. That is something I do quite regularly. Mm. It's been left with a neighbor. Maybe I shouldn't get it. Right. What if it's like tyrannids in a box? That, that is a moral dilemma. Do you receive the parcel and put yourself in danger or leave the parcel and put an innocent at risk? I mean, it's... I'm, I'm glad that's not a quandary that I have to deal with. It's my civic duty to get the parcel and smash it to pieces. Yeah. I'm going to have to go over there pretty soon to get it. Mm. Yeah. I'd hate to, I'd hate to be Sorry, reading Jack. The papers. I, might, I might have to stop this John. interview. Okay. Well, well, thank you. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Hengelmeister von Burbeck. Uh, lots of interesting things for us to be thinking on there. Uh, if you could just have one last thing to say to our listeners before you go, what would it be? Smash every tyrannid you see. Wonderful advice. Thank you. Thank you very much. And with that... Literally smash it. Smash the tyrannids. I'll pass that on. Uh, Thank you once again for joining us, Professor. Um, Enjoy. You're welcome, Jacob. Thank you. It's John. End of the show. And with that, episode four draws to a close. Next month will be wholly devoted to the kerfuffle in Duffel. We'll have pre-match analysis, we'll have the pre-fight weigh-in, press conference, and live commentary on the match. So you can't be in Belgium for the epic showdown between myself and Orky Mike. They'll be able to catch up on all the action on next month's Orcs or Dorks. If you enjoyed the show, please share the podcast far and wide. If you've got any feedback, I'd love to hear it. Hit me up at, at JohnLoves40K on Twitter or email me at jfk at orcsordorks.co.uk Thank you once again for listening. Join me, John Frankie Kennedy, next month for more reasons why orcs are dorks. Orcs are dogs. 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 This podcast was written, presented, and produced by John Frankie Kennedy. Additional material supplied by Imperium Matthew, Jean-Claude Van Wam, Hugo Antoine, Cosmo Pleasance, and Dr. Hengelmeister Van Burbeck. If you'd like more information on the music used in this podcast, visit our website, orcsadorks.co.uk.
Thank you.